This podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Vital Smarts. From over 30 years of research, Vital Smarts has found two behaviours that arise when we're faced with a tough conversation. What you might find yourself doing is holding back, not knowing what to say until one day you explode. Vital Smarts will teach you the speak up skills to be able to talk to almost anyone about almost anything. So visit vitalsmarts.com.au forward slash DSTM for a special listener offer. that time of the week again. Yes, welcome to our bonus episode of the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm producer Jane Neild with Caroline Wilson and Corey Perkin in the studio. Round 17, ladies, we all tipped five. Which is amazing because we all tipped a lot of different teams. Corey was the only person in Australia apart from the ages (laughs) village idiot to tip Collingwood. Well done, Corey. Well, if you looked at the form and their desire to win and the look of just I want to be there on Nathan Buckley's face the week before, you would have tipped them too, Carol. Corey, if you looked at the form, you would never in a hundred years have tipped them. <laughs> but it was a good tip nonetheless. Uh, in our Don't Shoot the Messenger tipping competition, it's been a little bit of changing up of the top five. Number five, Roddy, you're welcome to the top five. Four, Todd Stanford. Three, Cherie Collier. She's consistently done very well. Nez Deu, I hope I'm saying that right, in the number two spot. And Brenton H is now in the number one one position. Seems very male heavy there, Jane. Well, there's been a change up. There's been a bit of a Uh, switch. And what what does our winner win? Oh, dinner with Caro and I? Still working on that, Corey. (laughs) If any sponsors would love to come on board. I think we should invite them to our 100th birthday party. That's fair enough. All right, if they're because we'll know by well then, because it's a home and away footy tipping competition, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you barrack for Hawthorne, you can come. <laughs> okay, let's get going on this fixture. Friday night, Crows versus Essendon at the Adelaide Oval. There is a lot of tight matchups this round. This is seventh, plays eighth. Bombers coming off the five-point win over the Roos. I'll talk about that in a moment. And the Crows uh, smashed the Suns by nearly 100 points last week. This is such a difficult tip. It is an eight-point game, and there have been a few of those. But I'm going with, given Essendon's injuries, and they have lost Michael Hurley, I think, and that's going to be really important when you've got um, big techs played into a bit of form. And Josh Jenkins, I'm going to go with Adelaide. I'm with you, Nance. Adelaide for me, Jane. Adelaide by 15. Oh, yes, that's right. We have to do that bit. Uh Adelaide by 27. I'm actually going to go the Bombers by five points. So just as an aside, (laughs) I know they're not at home. What do you know that we don't know? Look, I had the lovely pleasure of being a guest in the Croc Media uh, corporate box on Saturday with little Hugh. Oh, you see, they start off as a little producer on our little (laughs) podcast. And now she's hobnobbing with the big wigs. Oh, the hired help is she's growing. Jane, you, you saw one of the games of She'll the year. She'll be running it the was place soon. Incredible, and and I must say, you know, hospitality amazing. There was some fantastic uh, other people there. It was mostly a bombers crowd in the corporate box. Little wow. Hugh, I thought he'd be like, "Mom, I want to watch YouTube," and just annoying. He was transfixed by this game, and I have to say, if it wasn't. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, who actually kicked that final goal in the last like 30 seconds after we thought the, the Roos were amazing. home and hose. It was an amazing But game. I just thought Essendon were playing tough. Like every single contest seemed to just be so hard for, and I really thought they looked pretty good. 
So I don't know if they capitalise so on that. You think they're peaking at the right time, Jane? They, they, I was just so oh, well, impressed. It's food for it thought. Almost felt like finals footy, and it was it was just a fantastic game. Roo's they've they've won good. five in the last six, and North Melbourne were fantastic as well. It's rare that goal of the week nominations involve one player for two nominations, but mm. Tipper's been nominated twice out of three nominations. That goal he kicked from the boundary line, and, and the one he yeah. kicked to win the game, amazing. A Saturday at the MCG, the Tigers versus the Power. Richmond off the win over the Giants and the Power off the loss to Brisbane last week. I'm definitely going Richmond with this one. I'll go Richmond, but if you follow Port's form in recent weeks, they're due for a win because they go win-loss, 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 and they're due for a win. But the Tigers for me too. Yeah, Tigers for me as well. Saturday, uh, Carlton versus the Gold Coast Suns at Marvel. This is 17th playing 18th. Carlton. Uh, Carlton for me. Carlton for me as well. Up at Giants Stadium, the Twilight game is the Giants versus Collingwood. Six plays two, but of course, Pies, as we mentioned, that incredible, breathtaking win in WA last Friday night. Well, the Giants seem to have had their spirit broken at the MCG on Sunday in the rain. Um, Collingwood, how they came back and beat West Coast, I do not know. I think that they're getting – well, we're not sure – if their captain, Scott Penderbury, is going to play as we speak, Jane. But no, I think Collingwood on form. Yes, I'm going Collingwood as well. I'm going to stick with them. And I'm with you, ladies. Pies for me. And at the Gabba on Saturday evening, it's uh, the Brisbane Lions playing North Melbourne. The Brisbane Lions are looking ominous. Caro, will the Brisbane Lions end up being the story of 2019? They're shaping, it's shaping that way. The Bulldogs could make a charge. They're, they're, they're looking very, very impressive at the moment. But Brisbane, if, if they can make top four, well, whether they finish fifth or higher, they will get a home final at the Gabba. That hasn't happened for 10 years. And, you know, the story of Chris Fagan, the former Hawthorne football boss, and Greg Swan, there's, there's a group of, as they call themselves, grey-haired men running that club now. And they are Transforming wonders. it, and Janie, I just wondered you. Not to mention Lockie Neal. <laughs> you saw from your corporate box, North in action. Your North Melbourne in action last week. What do you reckon? Benny Brown booted six. <laughs> North have <laughs> been playing really well, and it looks like they're going to abandon the process and appoint Reece Shaw as coach. But yes. I, I'm I'm tipping Brisbane. Yeah, I'm going Brisbane. Oh, look, I'm just going to go the Kangaroos just because I feel a little bit buoyed by their performance last Saturday. And, yeah, it will be very interesting to watch. Is it the right time for them to appoint the coach or should they wait a couple of weeks until the tough matches are over? I think they need to do a proper search, but it doesn't sound like they're going to. Another close matchup on Saturday night at Optus Stadium. Frio versus the Sydney Swans. 13th plays 14th. I'm going Swans on this one. Frio have been terrible over the last three weeks. And Sydney, well, they, they weren't they weren't too bad last weekend. No, against Carlton, I think. Um, and I really hope John Longmire gets a win because it, it's a bit awkward. He's been re-signed for, on a three-year contract extension. <laughs> they then went and lost to Carlton. So I'll go Sydney. Sunday, Geelong versus Hawthorne first versus eleventh at the MCG. Both teams coming off the win. You know, I am going Hawthorne not because I barrack for them, but this is such a team of a game of rivals, two yep. great rivals. And yep. Clarko, if he wants to make a mark this season, this will be the week. This and will be the week. Geelong are angry about it, but they know if they host a final, which it looks like it will have to be played at the MCG. They need to win at the MCG. I think they'll win this one. And cats for me as well. Melbourne versus West Coast in Alice Springs at TIO Traeger Park. West Coast. West Coast. And West Coast for me. Wrapping up round 18 Sunday evening at Marvel Stadium at St Kilda versus the Western Bulldogs. 
Um, I am with you, Caro, about the Bulldogs. I think they're looking stronger. I am going Bulldogs. According to their former captain, Bob Murphy, and their current president, Peter Gordon, they've been suffering an identity crisis, not a premiership hangover, and they reckon they're over it now. And <laughs> if they make the what? finals... What's the identity crisis? You're a football team. No, no. Well, I mean, they never they hadn't won a premiership. <laughs> They'd won one premiership, and that was back in the 50s. Oh, winning is the identity crisis. Well, they just didn't know who they were. Isn't that a premiership? <laughs> I, I refer you to Bob Murphy's column in The Age last week. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. And Bob Murphy has a fabulous children's book, too. It just out. Love oh, it. Go on. Any opportunity. <laughs> no, um, I'm going with the Bulldogs. Jane? And Bulldogs for me as well. And that's it for round 18. Good luck with your tipping, everyone, if you're in our Don't Shoot the Messenger tipping competition. And what do we say, ladies? Don't shoot the messenger, Jane. And we also say it's the business end. <laughs> We're coming to the business end. See you next week, girls. Hi, I'm Ann Summers. Hello, this is Laura Tingle. Hi, this is Leanne Moriarty. I'm Jen Harper. Hi, I'm Marcus Suzak. I'm David Maher. Join me on The Book Pod. I hope you can join Corey Perkin and I on The Book Pod. I would have been any one of the famous five. I just wanted to have those sorts of adventures because, believe me, nothing like that happened in suburban Caulfield. Always, no matter how abstract the issue, you have to find the narrative and you have to find characters and around those you build the story. You know, some authors take a decade to write a book. I would miss the meeting the readers. And I think also people often completely underestimate if something is easy to read, they think that means it's easy to write and it's absolutely not. It's such a skill. Subscribe to the book pod. Subscribe to the book pod. In your favourite podcast app. Wherever you listen to podcasts.